for the ball. Goes in and goes crashing into the fan. There you see the and goes crashing into the fan. There you see the ah. There's that. In the was that little shove worth really worth a one-year ban and that big of a big of a payment? Let's talk about that. Well, that that's already used. Well, let's talk about that subject. So hello everybody, welcome to my first episode of this channel. Please leave a like and subscribe as you see right somewhere around there. And um this is kind of a um kind of a short setup. We definitely won't be having this long. Um I've just kinda got a stool here and then I got a table with my laptop and um my camera's there. Um in the future I'm definitely gonna cop a um a desk and a nicer chair. Um right now I just kinda got this blue chair, just kinda chilling here. Um, and then I'm looking to build a PC later in the thing, hopefully have better editing quality to a better program and stuff, but that's kind of behind the scenes, but you'll see the quality increase as episodes move on and the summer moves on a little bit. Let's kind of get into this. So welcome to Sports Burrito. This is the, the, um, this is the first episode. Just make sure I'm not talking too loud. Um, this is the first episode of Sports Burrito in this type of podcast type video. It'll be more of a video podcast. Um, we will be, I will be pretty much just talking about anything sports. Now, keep in mind that I'm a, I'm from Michigan, so I'm a big Michigan State fan, big Lions fan, big Tigers fan. Um, and then I pay attention to the Pistons and Red Wings, not as much as the other ones though. But, so then you, you might see some favoritism and I'll be talking a little bit more about that throughout this podcast too. So if you're one of those fans too, I think you might really enjoy this podcast. But if you're not... I'm I'm going to try my best to keep things broad too, but that's just where I know the, the deepest about, so I might automatically go to that. But anyway, let's first talk about this. So, this was recorded before Game 4 of the NBA Finals. That's tonight. So this is recorded um, June 7th, Friday. So, already looking ahead to this game, Clay looking looks like he's going to play for Golden State. And um, Kevin Durant's already out is what I'm seeing. So what does that mean for Golden State? I think Golden State, um, that's huge for Golden State. I don't think KD, I think Clay's more valuable than KD at a level. Because KD's a superstar, but I think alongside a guy like Stephen Curry, you really need the Splash Bros together. You need that Clay Thompson to kind of, because if you looked at Game 3, what, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Curry had, what, 47 points, and they still lost the second most points in the finals behind LeBron's 51 or 52. And um, he didn't have the help. I mean, yes, he did still have Draymond Green, who's usually not primarily scoring, though. He's more of a defense, <clears throat> gets those triple-doubles. And then you had Boogie Cousins, who just came off an injury. He's He can barely jump out there. He's slow as crap. So, I mean, yes, he had two other All-Stars on him, but... No, no real big scoring help, and um, and also Iggy's old, but he he gave him some help, but really nothing real, right? So I think Clay Thompson back. I mean, ideally both back. It, they need them both back to really win this series, especially the way Toronto played in Game Three, and really Game One and Two as well. I mean, Kyle Lowry played great in the past game, you know, and um, and so did. Of course, Kawhi Leonardo, um, he's he's a freaking beast out there. This this whole playoffs, you know, he's probably he will one million percent win MVP or play um 
Finals MVP if they win. I mean, that's not even a doubt. And um, Danny Green played really well in Game 3 as well. Um, I was only half watching. I was kind of playing video games, and I had it set up on my laptop next to me. But I was definitely paying attention off and on. And, um, and yeah, I think it really comes down to, it. will KD be back? Um, I think Game 4 will really show how well they can, with the Splash Bros, can maybe push them back in, and maybe they could tie up the series. This next game is a big series, because if they lose this one, even if KD comes back, they're down 3-1. In the finals, I mean, they did they did blow a three one lead to LeBron a couple years ago, but I just don't see it happening again. So I think they have to win this game if they want to even consider being con- or be considered to win at all this year. So, so yeah, so let's talk about the scuffle that went down. This whole big, it's this whole big issue right now. And um, should these players be getting banned? And here's my thought point on this. Okay. For that, I saw the video. Well, I saw it kind of live. I mean, I was kind of looking over, and I was like, oh, what's going on? A little scuffle, blah, blah, blah. And then I see it blows up. I see it all over Instagram. And I'm going to pull up the video right now if you want. And um, if you kind of look at it, though, I mean, he doesn't really look like... I mean, he just kind of gives him a little shove. Not really hard. Kyle Lowry's this... He's a big dude. I mean, not a big dude, but a strong dude. I mean, he can handle a little shove like that. He didn't hurt him or anything. And I get where he's coming at. Look at the fan's point. Um, he probably landed on his girlfriend or whatever. So, I mean, he's, he might be a little bit upset, especially as a, as a Warriors fan and investor. I mean, this Raptors, the emotions are running high. So there's that side of it. But two, he was not in his right to lay hands on Kyle Lowry in any way. I mean, you just can't do that, dog. So um, what he did was very um, minuscule. But I think what the NFL, or the NFL, the NBA is trying to do is they're trying to really prove the point that, yo, fans don't cross that line. Um, these athletes are people too. I know that you can get emotional, but don't be crossing that line, right? So they're really trying to lay down the line. And it's a fine line on what they can do. Because, of course, we've seen some things where with Russell Westbrook and racist comments were laid down. And that fame got banned for life. And that was that was fine. And then stuff like that. But then also we had that line where... Um, was it the Knicks owner? And the fan was like, hey, yo, sell the team. And the Knicks owner banned him for life. And that's across the line a little bit because that's where these players should just be able to... Oh, shoot, I'm getting a cramp. That's where these that's where these players should just... And owners, all these guys in the organization, they're going to receive hate. This, my phone's ringing. <clears throat> We're kind of back. Sorry for the cut. Let's move this a tad bit. Kind of got distracted. Had a phone call. and to take care of whatever. So anyway, back to what we were saying. So this is professional sports, right? So people get passionate, especially in America. People are always passionate about these kind of sports. So you're going to get attacked a little bit, right? And there's the, there's that fine line, and that's where that's the NBA's job. they got to figure out where is that line. And, of course, like I said, racism's one side of it. that They deserve to be banned. That's too far. But then when they're just saying, yo, owner, sell the team. This team sucks. The Knicks sucks. And ban up for that? Come on, cuz. Come on, but you know what I'm saying? There's that line you gotta cross, and you, well, you gotta figure out that line. The NBA needs to really figure it out pretty quick. Um, so back to what happened the other night in Game Three. Was that push worth the ban? Um, I mean they're trying to settle down this, so I say no. Per- there's no spot in that for the game, so no problem in banning him and fining him for sure. I mean he's a he's a what a, he's an investor. He's a billionaire, 
So find him $55,000 or whatever they find him. So what? No big deal for him. And um, ban him for the year, okay? A full year. Ban him next season too. But is it worth a lifetime ban? I don't think so. Because, I mean, it was he didn't throw a punch at Kyle Lowry. He didn't really do anything, you know? And that's where I think this is going, you know? I just don't think we should go get too all up into this, you know? Because, I mean, you look at, um, what was it? I don't know what year. But you look at that Spike Lee, um, Reggie Miller, you know? When Reggie Miller was really tough. And, of course, they're getting better. Like, we see that with Drake. How they, um, they'll give him the special treatment. And Spike Lee gets a special treatment at Madison Square Garden. But we see that where Spike Lee was talking trash to um to Reggie. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Miller. Did I say Reggie Jackson? Reggie Miller. Reggie Jackson sucks for the Pistons. Oof. But um was talking trash to Reggie Miller and um and the famous Reggie Miller gave the chokehold thing. And I mean that's a that's a big pivotal moment in history. And we we look at that and that was like the Reggie Miller chokehold thing, right? And that was because of trash talk with with a fan. Overall, I mean yes a famous fan, but it was with a fan. And um what would happen nowadays? I mean it'd probably be like Drake. I mean he could have gotten away with anything. But what was that with a normal fan? That fan would most likely be banned, right? And like I said, there's that line. And we need to really find that line. And um, and not make it this big of a deal a lot of times, right? So that's going to be tricky for the NBA. But I say find that line. and Because um, right now like, they, they're kind of scared to find the line, I feel like. So they're just everything remotely in there. They're putting over here and saying, nope, ban, ban, ban. So that's something they need to find, and um, really stopping the whole drama. The NFL's full of drama, NBA's full of drama. But anyway, kind of just what to recap. I just don't think that all this drama should be put into into these sports. Just play the game, and sometimes you just gotta. These athletes gotta put up with stuff like this. Not saying the push wasn't good, wasn't um, was fine. I think he does. He got what he deserved. I think that's probably a good way to handle it. Ban him for a year, all next season. If I don't, I think it was all next season. Originally, it was the rest of the finals, but I think they said all next season. So if that's that, I think that's good. Lay it out there, and that's solid. So yeah, I think that was good. On to the next thing. All right, let's move on. Um, let's talk a little bit about NFL. How about we do? That was a stupid transition. Anyway, so we got a lot of new players, super, a lot of new superstars with a lot of new teams. We got Odell Beckham and the Cleveland Browns. And, um, I mean, every, here's what bugs me. Everybody's talking like the Cleveland Browns are the new team. Everybody's like, oh, watch out for Cleveland this year. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Cleveland's America's team. And, uh, yes, they got Odell Beckham. Okay, a top receiver in the league. Very good. Very good receiver. But, one, he's kind of a diva. You know, I mean, a lot of the wide receivers in the league are <clears throat> Antonio Brown. But, yes, you've got a top receiver. Okay. You've got Baker Mayfield, who had a pretty solid rookie season. But he's still only in his sophomore season. He hasn't really proved himself a ton. RG3 had a great um, rookie season. Turned out to be nothing. He's sitting the bench on um, Baltimore last I checked. I don't even know where he's at this season. Yes, it's different. He was a running um, QB. Running QBs don't last. Um, Lamar Jackson won't last either. I'm, I will call that hot take number one on this, on this channel. But um, back to Baker Mayfield. Baker, um, yeah. So he hasn't really proven himself yet. 
Um, do I think he'll be good? Yes, I think so. I think he'll be... Um, I, he won't be a superstar. I could see him being like Dak Prescott. Um, um, that kind of level. You know what I'm saying? But hes I don't think he's going to be an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady. I don't even think he'll get up there with like a Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford level. But that that's kind of his cap. You know, Matt Stafford. But So yes, you got that. And um, who do you got? Juice Landry. Um, Jarvis Landry, he's also a top receiver. And I, I really want to see that. I'm really excited to see that duo that they had back in college um, at LSU. They were both teammates, um, Landry and Odell. And um, and in high school, they were rivals. So they played against each other. And, I mean, they weren't on the field at the same time, but they, they were both star-wide receivers for rival teams. So, of course, they knew each other and then went to college together and are really good friends. So I'm really kind of excited to see kind of what... what that receiver duo has in store. But overall, are the Cleveland Browns going to be great? No, I don't think so. Will they win that division? Very likely. Because um, who do they have against? They've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have Ben Roethlisberger, a decent quarterback. Um, as of right now, um, yeah, as of right now, the best um, quarterback in the um, AFC, AFC North. So, um, to Baker Mayfield, you got Lamar Jackson, who I would say probably is the worst. Andy Dalton is still in the Bengals. Who I think they drafted a QB. I don't remember who. But, um, yeah, so no one real special. But So the Steelers will give them um, a fight. Juju Smith-Schuster, love Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he's the most playful, likable guy in the NFL. I mean, if you don't like Juju Smith-Schuster, you're freaking Antonio Brown because... He's the most fun guy in the league, and um, he's fun to watch, too. He's a good, good receiver, good ball player. And then you've got Connor at running back for um, Pittsburgh. I mean, that's a pretty, it's no Antonio Brown, young, a little bit younger Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell. But it's a good, it's a solid trio. They'll, they'll definitely give the Browns a run for their money. And they're, and people are giving so much attention to the Browns. And after the Steelers lost those two stars this year, they kind of feel like they're kind of shoved under the rug. And they're going to come out, and they're going to um, give the Browns a run for their money. So who else is in the AFC North? I mean, we've got the um, Baltimore Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, the Ravens. So you've got Lamar Jackson, a running um, QB. And running quarterbacks don't have good careers in the NFL. They don't have good careers in the NFL. They, um, they're always getting hurt. They're always running into problems. Um, so, yes, they got Lamar Jackson out at quarterback. And then, you know, no one really that special outside of that at those positions, right? So, they're not going to give much trouble. They're going to be at the bottom. And the Cincinnati Bengals, no one real special. They're not going to give anybody trouble. So, the top of that division definitely going to be Cleveland and Pittsburgh. But watch out, world. I'm picking Pittsburgh to come out of that. But Browns will get a wild card spot and be in the playoffs. Not do much, though. But they'll be in the playoffs two years after going to zero and sixteen. Okay, so um, one more thing. We'll we'll do the North this thing, and we'll kind of we'll kind of go around and kind of talk about the. Hopefully that didn't make too much noise. We'll kind of go around and talk about different divisions. So we'll kind of focus on the North. So right now we're going to talk about the NFC North. So that goes on. That's my Detroit Lions, my favorite team, from Michigan. Naturally, right? Naturally, my favorite team. We got. 
Minnesota, Green Bay, and the forgotten team, the um, Chicago Bears. Um, this is a pretty good division, same as last year. I mean, every team, you know, got some at. None of these teams suck, right? They've all got a decent quarterback, you know. Um, they've all got. I don't know. Um, but they they're all decent teams, right? No one's got a crappy quarterback. No one's got any team could come out of that this year, right? Um, Kirk Cousins, Michigan State guy, loved him at Michigan State. You know, um, he was the quarterback who was there when I first started really, really paying attention. So I mean, I loved, I loved Kirk Cousins. I loved him at Washington. Rooted for him all the way. But when I heard he went to Minnesota, oh, that sucked. I mean, I, I was on the bawling of tears. Just kidding. But I, I knew I had to start disliking him. So it was a little rough. But is he worth that money that he's getting? Heck no. And is he really going to lead Minnesota to a Super Bowl, to the playoffs this year? Maybe. Um, Green Bay Packers, they got Aaron Rodgers, nobody else. They ooh, they will not make the playoffs for the third straight year in a row. Insane, right? But that's what I'm saying. Detroit Lions, they got a better team than last year. Um, they did lose Golden Tate over the last year's season, which sucked. I had a hard time watching the games. We do play the Giants this year, so we will play against Golden Tate for the first time since getting rid of him. Um, that'll be a little emotional for me. I'll be crying. I'll be missing my my guy. Um, definitely was my favorite player after Calvin Johnson retired. He was kind of who I went to. Not like you guys care, though. But, um, yeah, so that kind of sucked. But we did get Kierce, Jermaine, Jermaine, Kierce, Jermaine. We got that guy, um, wide receiver. So Kenny Galladay is going to be a superstar. Give him, this year is going to be, he's going to have a breakout year. So with on Johnson in second year, um, Matthew Stafford needs to play good. That's what it ultimately can come down to. Will Matthew Stafford play good? And Lions could be pretty good. And um, Packers um, won't be doing much. Uh, they've got nobody special. They got Aaron Rodgers, superstar, um, best quarterback in the NFC North, but no, no real building blocks set around him. And um, the Bears, the Bears had a great season last year. They got Khalil Mack, um, a couple other guys that I can't think of. Kyle, the safety or cornerback, um, solid guy, Pro Bowler. And um, they got a good defense returning. Um, so they'll definitely have a lot there. Um, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, um, what, his third season, I believe? Maybe third, I think. Um, really sees, well, he needs to step it up. He was there. He was probably the reason they didn't do as good as they could have. Um, and they played really pretty dang good with a half-decent quarterback. So... It comes down to will they kind of be like Minnesota last year, where they went from almost being the Super Bowl and being talked about as oh they're going to be a Super Bowl contender, and really not even making the playoffs. Did they make the? Play- I don't think they made the playoffs. And um, or will they be that team that kind of builds on to this last year after sucking and really making a good run for it? So um, the NFC North is definitely a division to watch this year and really see um really what's going to happen you know it'll be interesting and as a Lions fan it'll be really intriguing to see because for a lot 
my first so many years as a Lions fan, it was Green Bay's going to win the division. And they've all, they've, Green Bay's always won the division, so it was never as fun. And now for the first time in a lot of years, it's, the division is really up for grabs. And it's exciting. It really is exciting as a Lions fan. So yeah, so the division will be definitely really, 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 really fun to watch. So I'm really looking forward to this NFL season. The problem is then school starts up. So what are we in right now? MLB baseball. Um, don't have a lot to say on this. Um, I'm definitely behind on my baseball um, stats, keeping track of stuff. Um, when the Tigers are good, I, I pay really close attention all through the summer. I when they were when they were good, 2012 when they made that World Series run. Thirteen, uh, twelve. I have the hat for their um, when they made the World Series. Got swept by the San Francisco Giants. Um, very tough, tough um, series to watch. But you ask, you could ask me any day, what was their record? I would tell you straight on who they just beat, who they're playing the next few days, what series are they going into. But I haven't been that since they started not playing so good um, the last couple of years. So I haven't been paying. I've checked the standage once a week, a couple times a week. Um, get notifications on, on my phone what they do. They're normally losing. So I just tend to not gravitate towards baseball because it's hard to pay attention to. But... Um, from what I see in the standings, um, there's a lot of gaps. Um, Yankees are up there. Uh, who's leading our division? The Twins have a pretty big gap in the um, in the Central, AL Central. So I mean, I don't know a lot about baseball right now. So I'm not even gonna go too far into it. Um, next episode, leave some comments if you really want me to talk more about baseball. I'll I, I'll try to catch up on stuff and get something to talk about. But just right now, I don't know a lot on baseball because I haven't been paying as much attention because it's harder. But I love baseball as a game. I love the MLB, and um, I've got no problem in really kind of catching up to talk about it next episode. This is kind of just a trial episode anyway. Um, NHL 2, I like hockey. I like watching hockey. I don't know the players, and it's hard to really hard for me to really get into it, into a sport right now because... Um, yeah, so I would really I wanted to get into hockey for a long time, but we just don't get the channels, and I don't know the players, and it's hard to really just get on it, right? So let's go on to um, college basketball. I'm a huge Michigan State fan. Just come off our Final Four run, and Michigan State, I would say, is looking to be the number one team in the country. So number one team in the country, Michigan State, one gazillion, trillion, bazillion percent. You've got returning Cassius Winston, superstar point guard over there. Led him to the Final Four this past year. Um, you got Jeremy Langford returning from injury, who they did not have in the whole tournament run, that Final Four run, in the, most of the season, the whole Big Ten season, when they were playing Big Ten teams, and won the Big Ten um, season championship, as well as the tournament, as well as beating Michigan three, three times. They didn't have Jeremy Langford. So keep that in mind too. So he's returning, a big plus. You got Xavier Tillman, who really this past season came into his body and really excelled, and he's going to have a very good season. You had Henry, who played very well in the tournament, really also came into his body. He's going to be he's on awards um, award list, like watch list, as well. Um, you've got Rocket Watts coming in this year. Um, point guard will pr- probably won't play a lot. He'll be backing up 
um, Winston, maybe playing some shooting guard behind um, Langford as well. Um, but yeah, maybe might get in at small forward a little bit. I don't know. It depends on what Izzo really wants. If he wants to run a small ball lineup, but very exciting to watch. We got Julius Marble down power forward. Um, he'll be also a very good addition to this um to this team, and I'm really, really looking forward to. Oh, sorry, to what the Michigan State can do next year. Um, and then of course you've got Duke bringing another very good draft class. Um. Zion leaves, and RJ leaves, and um, Reddish leaves, and you've got um, another good class coming in. You've got, of course, Trey, 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 Trey Young, not Trey Young. Trey Young is, um, uh, what's his name? Trey. I could look it up, but I'm too lazy. Um, their point guard, Trey something. Uh, I remember it right when I end this, or go on to the next a new topic. But um, at point guard, they've got some good guys coming in. Um, I'm forgetting their class right now. I probably should look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, that one guy, his top three was Duke, Michigan State, and North Carolina. He went to Duke. I um, was kind of upset about that. Starts with a V. Don't remember his name. Good ball player, like the number three guy on the list, number two. But they've got a, they got four um, prospects coming in this year before Michigan State's one which is Rocket Watch, so that'll be good. Another team to watch out for is um, Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. Um, he's got a very good class coming in this year. Um, <clears throat> he's there. I mean, these are hype this year. They, they're they're going to get some games on TV and um, get a lot of attention this year. But the key comes down to how will Penny carry this team and how will these guys bond together? Because you look at a team like Duke, They've been able to really bring in these top players. I mean, you've got Coach K, a Hall of Fame coach, guiding these guys too. And um, well, how well will Penny Hardaway be able to um, um, balance all the star talent that they've got? And that's what their season really might come down to because of that. So um, very, very um, big on what can happen there. That could go either way. Um and then let's talk about Michigan, a Michigan State rival. They, um, Beeline leaves, John Beeline leaves for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Very good coach. Um, really, um, really made that rivalry pretty, pretty awesome, pretty dope. Um, the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry, two very good coaches. But he decides to go on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Very good opportunity for him. Shout out to him. But um, really <laughs> almost screwed Michigan. So, um, Michigan signed um, Juwan Howard, um, pl player there from the Fab Five. Now, that's big because, did my camera just go out? Gosh dang. And camera goes out. Okay. So, anyway, I'm just going to end this without any video, I think, because my camera died. Um, but yes, like I said, though, they re got in the Fab Five into Michigan and, um, we'll talk a little bit more that about that later. But yes, you have been watching Sports Burrito. Please tune in next time and we will continue to talk about Joan Howard's tenture, tension, 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 venture as Michigan head coach and how Michigan will, 
how Michigan needs the um, university and how the Fab Five might get rejoined together through this hiring. And also we'll talk about um, more about the NBA Finals and possibly the outcome as well as a look forward in the NFL season. So thank you so much for listening. Um, subscribe, leave a like. See you guys in the next next episode.